Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Dear NBA, thank you for a good game. Sincerely, the fans. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason Mike Harmon from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. Well, it certainly took long enough. Moments ago, an absolute thriller. And I don't mean like a new NBA thriller where, you know, when you lose by nine points, that's a thriller in the second round of the playoffs. No, an absolute thriller won by the San Antonio Spurs over the Rockets, 110-107. In thrilling fashion, the Spurs do it with Kawhi Leonard on the bench with an ankle injury for all of overtime, the last 11 seconds of the fourth quarter. Don't know what it's going to be like going forward for Kawhi Leonard. For the Spurs, Danny Green is the hero in overtime. Manu Ginobili is the hero in overtime. Say that again. Manu Ginobili and Danny Green and Patty Mills are the heroes in overtime for the Spurs. Manu Ginobili who blocks James Harden's three to tie the game with no time left from behind. It appeared that Harden didn't count players and forgot Manu Ginobili was an active participant on that play. I don't think he thought Manu Ginobili could actually make a play like this when it happened. 
Harden tries to work free for a shot. Swatted by Ginobili. There's the buzzer. This ball game is over. Manu Ginobili snuffs a shot by James Harden. And the Spurs win game five in dramatic fashion. Spurs Radio Network on the call. Manu Ginobili, who celebrated his 78th birthday two days ago, blocks Harden from behind to win the game for the Spurs. This is a play you're going to see the highlight over and over and over again. It's the highlight of the NBA playoffs so far. Harden has the ball with time ticking down. He's able to dribble out of a scrum. It looks like there's snakes crawling all over him, and he's able to get out, get to the three-point line, gets Ginobili in the air behind him, and gets a good look. And Ginobili, it's risky. It's an incredibly risky play because James Harden, all he does is get to the free throw line. That's all he does is get to the free throw line. And Ginobili is already in the air when Harden goes up and Ginobili comes down with his hand, and it is as clean a block as you could possibly expect. Well, it's as clean as his shaven head. Nothing. It's right there. The reflection off his head and the ball were the same. It was a risky play. Uh, You know what? I, I don't know that... It was the right play because it could very easily have gone wrong. Because I get this is James Harden, and you want if you got to take a contested three to tie the game, then take a contested three to tie the game. But sometimes it works out, and Ginobili with the block, and he wins the game. He was a rookie in the NBA when I first started working here. The first time around, when I was an update anchor, and I worked part time overnights on the weekends. It was his rookie, and I remember Ginobili being, I mean, take you all the way back to the very beginning of his career, I remember him being a fan favorite. He came off the bench for a long time as a rookie, and then he moved into the starting lineup, and he's had this Hall of Fame career. But in the beginning, it was, oh, look, you know, he's 25 when he comes over to play, and oh, look at this, and nobody knew he could have this kind of game and how interesting he was and fun. I remember people going crazy, go, boy, this minor Ginobili guy, boy, the Spurs kind of stepped in it with him. Well, yeah. You know, 45 NBA titles later, and here he is at 40 years old, and he's making big plays at the end of regulation, making shots to send the game to overtime. Threes, layups. How many times have you finger seen finger roll? Come how, on. How many times have you seen Ginobili make that layup where it's he's unblockable? Where because he goes back because he's a lefty and 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 you you can't get over to block it and it's off the glass and in. I mean, I've watched Ginobili do that now, you know, since 2002. And you that had hair. Was it. I had I had a lot of hair. So did he. I had hair. I was, hang on, I was seven years away from having a kid. Seven years away from it. How about that? And, and my, he's still going. And I was first, in the same update booth. The booth is exactly, Tom Looney is sitting right now. Same booth, same everything. Oh, by the way, we need an upgrade. Same everything in that studio. I remember working on Pro Tools, trying to edit stuff to get to get highlights out there, updates. I remember we subscribed to a service that sent out sound bites after games. Instead of just ripping it off the internet or television now like, like we do and to get it ready, you subscribe to a service that you had to wait and keep hitting refresh for quotes to come down that they would put out there. That was how long ago Manu Ginobili was a rookie. I keep waiting, going, are we going to get any post-game? Ah, oh, the post-game came in. I got to cut it up. Oh, hang on, hang on. Give me a few minutes. I'll get it done. If they finish off this series, he'll be selling autographed photos of that block for the at fifty bucks a pop for the rest of his life. If they win the title, he'll be selling it for a hundred bucks a well, pop I, for the rest of his look, life. Look, I'm, I'm, t- I'm going step to step here. I mean, come yeah, on. but you got to win. That's like the the point, the Derek Fisher point four. If the Lakers had won the title, every point four would be everywhere. It would be 
no one would ever forget it. Now it's just kind of a Laker thing. Yeah, because they didn't win the title. Got to win the title. They he's, win the title, that picture, that block, that's it. It still means something to them, mm. especially because it's James Harden. Now, for James Harden, it's got to be one that he's going to just look, not just that play, but the fourth quarter and overtime. Comes in just inside of the eight-minute mark of the fourth quarter. He takes four field goals the entire fourth quarter. Gordon broke. Absolute broke, absolutely broke from the outside. And one of six from three with 17 seconds left, gives the ball up. They've got about 11, 12 seconds left on the shot clock, puts up another three, misses. You've got that. Harden in that quarter, three of four from the foul line. That's it. Overtime, 0 for three from three-point range. Zero points. All three-point shots, and then obviously the block. So when we're looking at the, the way this game went, and during the fourth quarter, I mean, how many times we just kept adding another minute? All right, there's another minute the Spurs didn't score. There's another missed shot. What was it, 2 of 15 before Danny Green hit a couple of shots towards the end? I mean, just a miserable <laughs> quarter of shooting. They shot 48 three-pointers for the mm-hmm. night, did the Houston Rockets. We saw the offensive foul called on Harden again, the forearm shiver he'd gotten away with for so many minutes this game. This was one that it looked like the Spurs had nothing left to give and that the game was there for Harden and for the Rockets to take over. They kept shooting three-pointers, and they shot themselves right out of a win. 877-99 on Fox. Twitter, at HowAboutAFresca. That's Twitter, at HowAboutAFresca. It certainly looked like they were out of gas late in the fourth quarter. Kawhi Leonard couldn't buy a shot. None of them could. But then you watch the Rockets go cold. Yeah. After this game, we're just my guy into Lou it. Williams. Oh, I mean, Lou Williams kid. He was on the, the bench Rockets. at the end. You got to you got to have your daughters tear up all was, their Lou Williams. Yeah, gear. it was a tough game. You couldn't have Lou Williams in the game. But he, that he was and, a big and, thing. And Gordon's still there, and he just wasn't good. But the big story going forward now, before we, we we go over something that we told you a few days ago about the Spurs, Kawhi Leonard sits out the final eleven seconds of regulation and all of overtime. Why was he not out there? There wasn't any reason given at first. It took TNT forever to finally address it. And you know what? Kawhi Leonard's not been out. Oh, my God. Come on. It's Kawhi Leonard. It's not, you know, Patty Mills isn't out there. It's Kawhi Leonard. You know, it's not Avery Johnson's not out there. It's Kawhi Leonard. Finally, Reggie Miller goes, I don't know. That ankle must really be bothering him. Well, Greg Popovich spoke a few moments ago and shed a little bit of light as to Kawhi Leonard being on the bench, why, and how injured he was. Uh, Pop, can, uh, can you tell us what uh, the injury was to uh, Kawhi? The- uh, ankle. That's it. That's all you get. That's all you get. I don't think I've ever seen a coach uh, get to the microphone and the table faster than Popovich did today. Uh, yeah, he was there. It's amazing. He, it's like he walked right off the court and right into the – okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. just get this done. I've got a big bottle of wine waiting for me in the back. <laughs> well, I don't know how much wine he's going to be drinking because if he's without Kawhi Leonard – you talk about winning a battle, but probably losing the war. Debate, can you win he, without Kawhi? Can you win six? without Kawhi Leonard? Oh, if he's if he's dinged up at all, Pop, he won't even travel for Game Six. If Kawhi Leonard, even he gets looks, to go hang out with Matt Harvey 50, and just 50, sit around. They, yeah, it's tough. He can sit Sorry. around with Matt Harvey and James Comey. We're just all hanging out talking about what bad week. <laughs> wow, we've look had. at you. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Matt you went, Harvey, for, you went for the hat trick right there. <laughs> Matt Harvey. Had a better day than James Comey, and that's really hard to do. 
that's really, really hard to do. What I look forward to out of the Popovich presser, though, is he lost his mind at the end of, of regulation when the weekend missed the shot. Got to call him the weekend, right? Is, isn't sure. that the official title at this point? Yeah. Uh, and it was actually weekday? getting after Pau Gasol, who didn't come up to rescreen and get him a little bit of space. But I don't think I've seen Popovich that animated in a while. You think he's yelling at the referee, saying, no, he either got the shot off before the buzzer or he got fouled. And instead, you see Gasol come into the screen, and he's staring <laughs> up at him and just screaming. Like, wow. Hey, address that one, coach. <laughs> Here's Greg Popovich, a little bit more from him in the postgame, being asked about the lineups from tonight. Pop, is it difficult to balance rotations against their small ball lineups? Is it hard? Does that, does that animal do what he does in the woods? <laughs> nice. I believe so, yes. Okay. The guy had to answer. Uh, I believe so. Okay. Uh, Pop spoke for four and a half minutes and now is gone. In fact, he's probably not even at the arena anymore. He's, pro- he's probably in a sweatsuit at home now, you know, turning on TV and and watching Better Call Saul from last night. Had a golf cart waiting for him. <laughs> Sippy cup full of wine. Go. What do you got, Golden Headphones? He's probably watching every European basketball movie ever made tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Marathon style. This is the night for the Spurs. They own it. They win without Kawhi Leonard. In overtime, final few seconds of regulation, they take a 3-2 lead over the Rockets. It was a huge W. And coming up next, we're just beginning our coverage on this. Olin Polony's going to stop by in about 15 minutes to talk playoffs with us. But coming up next, we'll tell you something about this series that we told you three days ago. And it came true tonight in spades. And oh, by the way, James Harden's going to live forever as a meme getting blocked by Manu Ginobili. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon from the Geico Studios. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you can save on auto insurance. And joining us now on the hotline for more on the Spurs 110-107 win over the Rockets. Former NBA vet, played 15 seasons, and a man who has told me many times he could jump higher than Manu Ginobili, Olden Polonese. Olden, what's happening? <laughs> How you doing? What's up? Well, that is a true statement. I could jump higher than him. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you could jump, you could get you can get in the game for game six. You know, I mean, maybe Kawhi Leonard's going to be hurt. They may have a spot for you. Man, you know, that's crazy. It's something you would never imagine saying. Ginobili with the block. <laughs> Watching the play. Not in this stage of his career. Well, James Harden never living that one down either. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. I mean, he already got, he stuck, you know, it's the irony of it all, you know, like the, the Euro step, which Manu made famous, and then Harden and a couple of other guys have, you know, embraced and taken over. It's funny that he blocks his shot, and that's how the game ends, on a block shot from Manu on Harden. Yeah, he was wearing the Lou Lonzo ball sneaker, the big baller brand. That's why he was able to do it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going there right now. <laughs> we had a nice long debate. You can find that on the pages of the podcast, Fox Sports Radio. Holden joined me on Sunday, and let's just say he had some choice words for LeVar Ball. We'll leave it at that. Hey, Olden, Mike and I disagreed about the final play with Ginobili. Uh, you know, you see the play, and it looks like, oh, Ginobili got up in the air, and he got lucky. Was that... 
I think he that was exactly what he meant to do. He got up in the air in the perfect spot, knew where he had to get to block James Harden's shot. Did he get lucky or was that a plan? He got lucky. Really? Yeah, he got lucky. Come on now. You know, when you're in the air like that, you, you're not thinking. The first thing in his mind is, oh, God, please don't call a foul. You know, that's what's going through your mind. But, the, you know, to, to adjust himself like that and get that block, I mean, that's luck. It's not a skill thing. <laughs> or else everybody would be doing it. Wow, old and hating on Manu Ginobili. Wow. Oh, no, I'll, come on now. I love Manu. But, <laughs> hey, at 30-plus years old, no, that was not planned. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, you could say 39-plus, Holden. <laughs> that's a guy almost 40. How much does the seven-man rotation that the Rockets used tonight come back to bite him in game six? Um, I don't think it's going to hurt him. It's you know, Nene going down hurts them, you know, because he's a big, bruising kind of guy. You know, he gives them a presence down low, and it makes it tough, unlike LaMarcus Aldridge and a couple of those other guys, to defend him just from a physical standpoint. And so I think that's what hurts them more. But at the end of the day, you know, the Rockets have basically embraced that Golden State Warriors style of offense, and so you got to make shots, but at the end of the day, you still got to be able to stop somebody. Olin Polony's with us here, the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio, foxsportsradio.com, and iHeartRadio. The Spurs do this without Kawhi Leonard, who had an ankle injury, and all Greg Popovich said after the game was ankle, you know, for the last 11 seconds of regulation and all of overtime. So they try to let him play a little bit, but he just couldn't go. It's a tribute to the Spurs system that they can do what they did in overtime and win the game without him, and Danny Green and Ginobili and Mills playing all these big roles. Can they win game six? If Kawhi Leonard can't play, well, it's you know what they have a cushion, so they, I don't think they're really worried about it. I think they would rather play, you know, let him heal, even if they lose Game Six, and he'll be ready for Game Seven. But I think they can win it because you, the point you made in that word you used, that system. That's the thing about the Spurs; it is a system, and it's it's worked for them for the last twenty plus years. Everybody can come in. We can go back to when George Hill was on the team. You saw how great he was. And then all of a sudden, he goes somewhere else. You know, we forgot who George Hill is. And then Patty Mills come in there. Corey Joseph was in there playing well. It doesn't matter who you put in there. These guys, that system works perfectly. You know, for several years, Kawhi, you know, he built up his averages and his game, and now he's the star of the team. So it's a great system. Guys just step right in. Pop has done a great job, you know, getting these guys to buy into this system, and it works for them. All right, for just the second time in eight days, we had a game that was decided by fewer than 10 points. Uh, is this anything the NBA has to look at uh, on the whole, or are we just say it's an anomaly and, and this will be fine? It's an anomaly. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go there and say, you know, like, you know, the referees are controlling the game to where the flow of it is where it's a, it's always a close game. I think it's just something that's, you know, it's a rare occurrence and it's going to change. So it is what it is. You know, there's so many different components that could go into it. But at the end of the day, I think teams are just, maybe they're playing a little bit harder. I don't know. You know, as you get, you know, like second round and so on, the teams are tougher and the games are going to get closer. Oh, and let me throw my idea at you that we threw out here last night. It'll never happen, obviously, because 
you know, obviously the losing money with having less games and, and less playoff games. <laughs> that that whole cash thing, that pesky money thing. You know what solves all the problems in the NBA? Right Here's my idea. The top two teams in each conference get a buy for the first, quote, round of the playoffs. Now, everybody's going to want this buy. Teams three through eight in each conference then play double elimination for a week. The two teams that survive move on, and we start with the playoffs. Team one plays team four. Team two plays team three. So, number one, everybody wants a buy. So, we're not to worry about guys sitting out nationally televised games because you don't want to play in that crazy double elimination tournament. You want one of the top two seeds, and you want a week of rest after the regular season, which is what all players want. So, the integrity of the regular season stays and then we get all kinds of crazy-ass excitement with a double elimination. Almost every night is an elimination night, and you play that for like a week or so, Ah, then that solves all the problems. And if you have a, a week or so of bad basketball, we're on to the conference finals. We're getting there. That solves everything, except for the lost money. You know what? All, everything about that sounded great, except that it's too good. They won't embrace it. No. Why, do, why do we want to do something like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Olden, whoever you know in the league office, I'll split the money with you because we're idea people. I really do like that. That's what makes college basketball. You know what? We don't care about regular, you know, regular season in college unless you're from that state or that city you know, and you've been moving for that team. But when we get to March Madness and the – Final, I mean that whole tournament final uh, leading up to the final four. Oh my god, it is the most exciting time of the year because you know that's this is it. Now, to be fair for the NBA, other than MVP talk and rest, we didn't care about the regular season either. <laughs> exactly, you know, we were hung on to you know Russell Westbrook chase for the triple double. Who's going to be the MVP and the rest? You're absolutely right, and. Now everybody's into basketball because this is the best time, you know, the playoffs, because now everything matters. And, you know, I've, I've been saying it for a long time. You know, it's like stop rewarding teams for ineptitude. Make, them win, make, make everything mean something. And you're right. If the regular season meant something, you wouldn't have the rest issue. The smartest man in the world, the eighth overall pick in the 87 draft, 15 years in the NBA Fox Sports, Fox Sports Radio, NBA analyst, friend of the show. Follow him on Twitter, at OldenPolonese1. That's at OldenPolonese1. Olden, as always, buddy. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk next week. All right. Take care. See you, Olden. And he, he knows people. That gets my idea out there. The more I thought about this today, I thought, now, look, I have a lot of ideas. This idea is awesome. Well, this, this is a good one is because awesome. he was getting texts from Clipper Daryl while we were on air on Sunday. Oh, good. So, and Clipper Daryl harasses Steve Ballmer. So we know okay. we can get him, and if we can just get him to put the hot dog oh, gun yeah, out of yeah, his yeah, mind yeah. for a moment, perhaps we can get this no, on no, no, the No, 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 I, I probably know. And, and every game of the double elimination, we have someone with a hot dog gun that shoots stuff there out you, at well, yeah. and Ballmer's behind him. There you have a gun, blow hot dogs into the stands. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason and my best friend Mike Harmon from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, you were waiting for it. Now you're going to hear it. James Harden speaks after getting blocked from behind by a 94-year-old man to lose Game 5 of the Western Conference Semifinals. Fox. I'm very, very excited about it. Shut up, Tim! Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. The Spurs win tonight 110-107 over the Houston Rockets in the second good playoff game of the past 12 days. 
We'll have more on this coming up in 15 minutes because I know exactly how to fix that. Ginobili blocks James Harden at the buzzer to preserve the 110-107 victory. However, when Tony Parker got hurt, it was all doom and gloom for the Spurs. Right right away, it's, oh, how are they going to get by? Tony Parker was an every-other-game guy, every-three-games guy. Well, it's that name recognition. Yeah, every right? other it, you, Yeah, you hold forever. on to those, those vestiges, the, the pieces of the past. There's people, there's NBA fans still think he's married to Eva Longoria. No, so, that broke up in a terrible, terrible way. It didn't go well. No, no I, not, I not good that. for anybody. No, not. Well, I, it's good they're not together because if you don't. Well, know, like, yeah. but at the time, okay. yeah. I mean, you know, not, not good. Yeah, the relationship expert, Mike Harmon. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was, it was bad. We told you the Spurs were going to be fine because we spent so much time talking about the system the Golden State Warriors have that's turned the NBA on its ear. And it has. This is a system, though, that is two years old. Two and a half, you know, almost three years old now. We're still going through the playoffs here. When Steve Kerr came in and said, no, this is how we take advantage of the personnel we have, and we're going to come off screens and rubs and picks and all this stuff, and this is what we're going to do, and we're going to hoist threes, and we're going to do something nobody in the NBA has seen, and that's great. But this Spurs system that I've now watched now for almost 20 years, no matter who was there, if Tim Duncan is there, oh, it's Tim Duncan. Well, no, it's not really Tim Duncan because you see how they're playing now without him. No matter who was there, the Spurs win a title every three years or so because their system of getting the right players for their system in place. Kawhi Leonard goes from a guy that, who's Kawhi Leonard, and now he's an all-NBA guy. How they can get by with Tony Parker and Patty Mills at guard for years when there are much more dynamic guards in the NBA, and they still find a way to do it. When LaMarcus Aldridge plays great, when he doesn't play great. When they have guys coming off the bench can score points, when they don't have guys coming off the bench can score points. The Spurs always find a way, and we told you when Parker got hurt, it doesn't matter. Because you're going to see other guys pick up his minutes and his role. And look, it's not like you're talking about Tony Parker in his prime. You're talking about a 34-year-old Tony Parker who is, well, I don't know how much he's got left. And he's really, like I said, every other, every three-game guy. And what did we see tonight for the Spurs? When you talk about the system, who were their heroes? It wasn't Kawhi Leonard. Leonard went out with an injury. Not at his fault. He went out with an injury, and he missed the end of regulation in overtime. Wasn't LaMarcus Aldridge, despite the fact he did score a couple of big baskets in the last few minutes. It wasn't Pau Gasol, who spent most of his time getting screamed at by Greg Popovich. It was Patty Mills and his 20-point four-assist night. He was plus eight for the game, the top mark on the Spurs. Who we told you, Patty Mills is going to make up for the loss of Tony Parker. Yes, the hardcore basketball fan knows Patty Mills, but Patty Mills is the best backup point guard in the NBA. And he had a, a nice little run a couple years ago, but now it's going to be extended time because Tony Parker's not playing back. Patty Mills was great. We said it's going to be more minutes for all of these guys. Green was going to have more minutes. And Danny Green went for 16 tonight, including a back and forth with Ryan Anderson in overtime that I couldn't even understand how these guys are scoring seven straight points between the two of them. Danny Green did it. Ginobili, you saw clutch baskets at the end of regulation, the big block at the end. You saw Jonathan Simmons playing 32 minutes, scoring 12 points, Steal, three steals, a couple assists, a couple of rebounds. He played phenomenal. All these guys who are normally, ah, we're nine and five guys off the bench. We're nine points, five assists, nine points, five rebounds. Simmons went for 12. Ginobili goes for 12. Green goes for 16. Patty Mills moves into the starting lineup and goes for 20. This is what the Spurs do. This was not surprising. This, 
they have the best coach in the NBA who is going to figure out a way around it. And despite the fact they don't have the best player on the court, it didn't matter. And despite the fact they didn't have their best player on the court, it didn't matter. That's what the Spurs do. We give the Warriors all kinds of credit, but the Spurs, you got to realize, this is the original system. The Spurs system makes the Warriors look like it's a bunch of kids playing Dungeons and Dragons. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Before I tell you the truth about Matt Harvey, I, I want to be honest, and, I, and, and I, I believe this is not me. I told you, look, I'm done with Matt Harvey. But you're naive if you think there's not a correlation between a ball player playing well, whether it is football, baseball, basketball, when he is going through turmoil in his love life, whether it's a divorce, whether it's a relationship gone awry, it bleeds into what you do. No matter what, it bleeds into it. Show me a guy, a Major League Baseball player having an uncharacteristic bad year, and I'll say, is the guy going through a divorce? And you'll find out. That always happens. You're naive to think it doesn't. You can't say, oh, well, Harvey's sucking. Well, yeah, of course he's sucking up pitching and, and try. But your mind is shot when it's somebody. Look, if you are in love with Adriana Lima, whoever it is, it happens. My life, it's happened to me. You know, I was shot for like the like four months of my senior year in college because the girl I was dating with broke up with me, and I was like, oh, I thought she was the one. It the happens. yaf check incident didn't but, help, did it? But I was only working part-time in a grocery store. I wasn't, you know, making all kinds of money pitching for the Mets. Suck it up, Harvey! So there is that. But, and this is the big but, it's not that this is the one thing that happened and Harvey had a bad a bad day. Listen, I've had a really bad last couple of days. What happened? I've had a bad situation with my girlfriend, and I'm very upset how it went, and I'm not thinking straight, and this happened. The Mets would have said, okay, don't let it happen again. But the fact they sent security... To his apartment, not doctor, but they sent security there. It means this has happened plenty of times with Matt Harvey, and it's not just about oh, I'm, I'm. I don't doubt that this Adriana Lima story has something to do with it, but there's a pattern of behavior because the Mets. You don't just suspend somebody for three games without pay and tell you, dude, you're done. We are cutting the cord with you. You are absolutely done unless there's a pattern of behavior. So while I get it, I have no sympathy for him because he's brought this on himself. Harvey has always been interested in being a star player in New York more than being a star player. And I worry about that because if you want to be a star in a certain place, you're not going to care about being a star someplace else. You know, if he went to Oakland, he'd be out of the league in a couple of years. He's not going to care. He likes being a star in New York where he can be Derek Jeter and Joe Namath. And that's a big deal because that's what Harvey's, that's who Harvey's been since he got into Major League Baseball. Now, if he came up with a different team, and he became a star, maybe his life is different. But he came up, and he was given it all right away when he was 24, 25 years old, and so this is where we are. And that's always a big – and I'm always – you can't just turn that on and suddenly I love baseball again. And that's why I, I don't I don't trust that this is going to turn into anything for Matt Harvey because how much does he love being a baseball player? How much does he love being a star player in New York? You don't just say, well, now I love the game again. I'm sorry, it'll never happen again. No, he said what he had to say because he doesn't want to be shipped out of town. I don't think this is going to end positively for Matt Harvey. He's not the same pitcher he was, so there's that. If Harvey goes 14-10 and 10 in the season, that's a great season. The guy's 500 now for his career. I'm not buying it. I don't, I don't doubt that he was genuine today with his remorse, but the reasons behind it don't portend that he's now going to turn the corner and get it and be a great pitcher again. 
Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Lonzo Ball has a rap song. Not LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball's rap song will be about money and, and big baller chicken. Lonzo Ball has a rap song. TMZ had it earlier today. Uh, it's actually not bad. Lonzo Ball raps under the name ZO2 because, you know, of why course. not? Because, you know, we got to sell the shoe. So if Michael Jordan was rapping, he'd be rapping under Air Jordan. If I was rapping, I'd be rapping under Skecher with foam. It's pretty good production. He's got a pretty good cadence and a pretty good flow. The lyrics are kind of, uh, okay, it's like, here's all the great stuff I'm going to be doing. I'm like, why do people default to that when they write a rap song? Buy here's my all shoes. Cool, here's all 495. the $4.95. <laughs> that should have been it just over and over. That should have been the loop Buy in my the shoe. background. Buy my shoe. Instead Buy of a guy shoe. going, yeah, or something else in the background. Now, maybe it's subliminal if you play it backwards. It's just LeVar Ball going, big ball of chicken. Buy the shoe. Big ball of chicken. Buy the shoe. Maybe that's what it is if you play it backwards. I now feel like I want some chicken. Good money. I'm making good money. I'm making good money. I'm making good money. I'm better than MJ. No, Buy but my the chicken. best was how many did you sell? Good amount. <laughs> what does that mean? Big ball of chicken. Buy my shoe. Big ball of chicken. Buy my shoe. You put a good beat behind that. There's enough people that would give you 99 cents for that, for the novelty of it. No, you have to be $495 for that rap song. I'm saying that's, what we would charge for it. It's got nothing to do with LeVar Ball here. Go ahead, Golden Headphones. No, patent pending here. Yeah, okay. But if LeVar Ball were to put out a shoe called the LeVars, now mm. instead of the pump on the tongue of the shoe, it was a pump that didn't do air but just did drops of LeVar Ball. <laughs> <laughs> you press it, you heard him say, Barbecue ball- chicken. Big ball of chicken. Buy my shoe. Big ball of chicken. Can we build the LeVar Ball soundboard? <laughs> Big ball is chicken. Big ball is barbecue. When I hear rap songs, and I hear, you know, like Lonzo Ball do a rap song, and I hear that the lyrics that leave a little bit to be desired. I'd mm-hmm. say the song is pretty good. I'm, I'm not going to, no, the song is pretty good. When I hear, okay, this is a guy just rapping about how good I am and all the cool things I want to do. I realized that I could be a very successful rap song writer. You could. I think I could write a good rap song in 15 minutes. How about that? In 15 minutes it would take me. And I would Way go to, to dismiss. Way to just dismiss everybody's no, 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 here's the thing. No, I would have to deal with, you know, because what do they say about raps when you write rhymes is people write from personally all songs. Well, you, you got to be real. Yeah, you got to write about personal experiences. That's the thing. I wouldn't try to write about life on the streets. You know, growing up and what, what you know. Work for Eminem. No, well, but that's me. But that's, It worked for Vanilla Ice for a while. But that's how, that's how you know, certain rappers grew up. And that's how, you know, hey, NWA, their whole lives became the, the, the soundtrack for a generation. Mm-hmm. So I would have to, and I know I could do it, I would have to write raps that would deal with my strengths. Like, I could write a good, I guarantee you, I could write a good funny one in about 15 minutes. I would write about, like, going to Target. Would be my first song. I would I would have to write a rap about PTA happenings at the school. I'd have to do a rap about the Mets. I mean, that would be my big hit. That would probably be my first single is rapping about the Mets. And then I would rap about, like, going to dinner and eating chocolate. And that's, like, half an album already. That's, like, an EP that I could probably write in about three hours. I could give you a song about Target, PTA, the Mets, and going out to dinner and eating chocolate. I'll give you... What's that? Five songs? Oh, I could write five great songs in three hours. You do realize you need a rap name before you write raps, right? I would be Jay-Z, because no one had that. would be pretty cool. Like, Jay, no. I'd be Jay Smooth, because nobody, no, I'd have that. 
Grandmaster B. I would be. I would be. Married uh, with Children's been off the air for a while. You can steal that one. Oh no! You know what I would be? I'd be Jason, yo. That's what I'd be. That's I'd be Jason, yo. Like Neo, Jason, yo. I'd be Jason, yo. J, yo. What's wrong with that? You jumped a shark. I'm going to Target. I saw it. You got the I'm water gonna, skis on and the whole thing. Then I'm going to eat at Boston Market. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.